not a prostitute. I'm a comic. Is there a difference? Yes. Prostitutes get paid more. Hilarious. You should go into comedy. I did. Welcome back, analysis listeners. Welcome back to the analysis. I want to welcome back to the podcast a special guest, Miss Julie Sipes. Me again, yes. Julie Sipes. So excited. (laughs) Sans your husband very much. Midge Maisel had to leave her husband to find her her fullest potential. Yeah, You've left Terry behind. Taking my act on the road. You're yeah. on the road. I don't even know why I wouldn't sit here. No. You were you were just holding a, a small dog, a small designer dog in your hand, very much like an upper Manhattan. Yeah, like like Mitch would have. I, I do like have Midge a dog you? very much like Mitch would have. So we're going. I'm very inspired by. You're the inspired, and yeah. and this is this is definitely a Julie Sipes type show. We're going to be talking about the season three of the marvelous Miss Maisel. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about the show before, being Hayes half, but I thought maybe you'd be a, a better person to have a conversation with, because. I'll let you talk about why you like this show first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll say why I think you'd be somebody that's that's a good person to have on. For. I've got to say that I've been an Amy Sherman Palladino fan from, you know, the whole shtick, from Gilmore Girls. The Gilmore Girls. And then yeah. she did a very, very short-lived series called Bunheads that I was obsessed with starring Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster. Foster. So... Great, great. Yeah. So you know Sutton Foster or the yes. Fosters. Yeah, she's from, actually from Royal Oak. She's from the Royal Joke, which yeah. we're sitting in right now. Right, or a right, stone's you're throw back away. in the neighborhood. Yeah. And our audiences love when we name drop. <laughs> I know so, this. Yeah. I know that. Wait, what happens when you name drop normally? Uh, I can do it there's all a little day siren that we play a little, a little siren. Button that you yeah. push. Yeah. So this is the name drop button. I can name drop even more. I think that Ali Hodges and Sutton Foster went to the same dancing school. Oh, Juliana's to... in Royal Oak. And you know Ali Hodges. As your daughter through delusion. Yeah. So, <laughs> so all right. So if anyone if anyone is charting right now, so Julie Sipes is a local and, and community theater star in the Royal Oak scene. Um, as she's as she's a young with our late twenties music star as yes. you were yes. you happen to collaborate with Sutton Foster who not a lot of people know but Sutton Foster was was a, is a Broadway star she's actually doing Music Man with Hugh yeah, Jackman she's doing the revival she's of Music Man won she won Tonys for uh, for uh, Anything Millie? Goes Modern Millie yeah, she's so won she, several so yeah. she's won a few and, and she's doing a, a Hugh Jackman show coming up so she's a Broadway star but they allowed her to have a, a run at TV and she was in the show called Bunheads which was about ballerinas yes or? Amy Sherman Palladino actually was training as a ballet dancer for a lot of her career and she was teetering between becoming going to Broadway I think she got hired for Cats, believe oh. it or not. Oh man, she got hired for cats and she got offered to be a writer on Roseanne and she went 
for writing for Roseanne instead of doing cats as a dancer. So you'll notice in all the seasons of Maisel and in Bunheads and in Gilmore Girls, they will break into random modern or dance sequences. Even in in episode eight before, so she... uh, Midge is introducing Shy Baldwin at the Apollo. She's got all the performance anxiety of performing at the Apollo in front of Shy. She torpedoes that bit. Spoiler alert. But yeah. then she introduces Shy, and there's this very elaborate dance sequence that plays Shy on. Yes. Right? That there's a woman yes. that comes out and does a yes. whole sequence. And there's a lot of different dance sequences. Where it's almost people would think that are not of the musical theater background. They'd be thinking... For example, the swim seat um, at the beginning. Yeah, the synchronized swimming. All of that, people will be thinking, why is this even here? And it's not just because it's a nod to musical theater in the 60s or the late 50s. Late 50s, yeah. Um, It's because Amy has them in all of her shows. She incorporates dance in all of her shows. Very interesting. So yeah. you so so you're a person that is not only a fan of the director and creator, but you're just a fan of this era mm-hmm. of female female led projects. Yes. There's there's a lot. Can you kind of just there's talk a little bit There's a lot of that? different layers of of that. I mean, there're just so many different directions I could go in, but um I think that one of the main things with Maisel that I'm so attracted to is um, the looks of it. And I think that that's... It's one of the best directed shows on TV. Right. Even that... I keep going back to episode eight because it's the one that I most recently watched. I I finished watching the the show today, which is December 27th. But that that final shot, it's almost Casablanca-esque where they're pulling up with the double taxis. Oh, my God. She's got the two taxis. Yes. But it's this... And it's this old-fashioned double-propeller plane, but there's kind of this... They're on the tarmac. Yeah, but it's this smoky, almost Casablanca, like I said. And and it's like, oh, this is just a really interesting shot show and, and, and the way that they use the color palette and the way that it's very much about its era. Like there's never there's never a misstep where you feel like it, it, it transports you back into that. Absolutely. And, and this is a very transitional season for them because they're transitioning out of the 50s and into the 60s and a lot of these characters are making kind of major transitional leaps in their life and I think it makes for an interesting season it's it's a little different and I think some of the the, the response to this season has has been hit and miss but yeah. um, I, I, I I think it's a very interesting season and I'm, I'm interested to see what your take was it I I've got to say that a, there were a lot of changes and transitions for characters but I don't think there was enough for Midge. Midge. Well, <laughs> and she's the main she's person the main, that I was looking forward to moving forward. Yeah, that's a good point. They they definitely allow a lot of the secondary characters to have more growth and development. I think with Midge, most of her journey is with Joel. Yeah. And whether whether you're bought into the the Joel Midge dynamic is yeah. is up to you. But I think different characters take take larger leaps, but they also just want to, I think they want to pace out Midge's growth and development 
and it, it can't be as dramatic, I guess. So you're seeing she's taking that step from a nobody, and then she starts to try to develop herself in, in, in a career more commercially, and then this is her next step in terms of her career is like getting to open up on this tour. She's not fully made it yet, but right, she's right. definitely three quarters of the way there. And and she, the the parts of it that kind of that you just brought up about her relationship with Joel is is um, it's that part of it was kind of just that. I wasn't so you didn't thrilled so, about where, where the direction of where that relationship was going. I and I and I totally get what you're saying about that they have to slowly bring her along because she's a constant. Mm-hmm. Where the other characters, I you mean, can at have any more moment, they can go in and yeah. out and leave town and never come back, like Shy Baldwin or whatever it is. But or, she's yeah, consistent. Or Sophie or like, these right. different people, you can. Or Susie or anybody, right? They can do those things. But for her, what I'm finding is a little bit of stagnation. And ironically, now that you and I are talking about it, and I don't want to talk too much about Gilmore Girls, but a lot of times you could feel that in Lorelai, that character where she's just sort of, you know, is she going to be with this guy? Is she not going to be? And with Joel, it's that same kind of push-pull thing that I think in this... They're trying to make all these modern statements in this third season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the least modern statement they're making in it. And I guess maybe that's where she's deciding the emotional thing. She's going to stay back in the 50s with okay. Joel, with their relationship. I'm not... Well, that I part think, of it, I, I didn't think it was particularly interesting. Let's... Maybe okay, if I don't think okay. Joel's... Maybe I don't think Joel's that interesting. See, I actually thought Joel came along. I, so let's... So so let's let's stay here. Let, before okay. we get back to Joel, because I, I want to talk about Joel right. in this season, what do you think the most interesting part of this season was? Well, gosh, this is the part where I'm going to get stuck. Because <laughs> I think that Susie is the most compelling character. And I, right. I think Susie that... Susie Weissman and Associates, don't forget the name. Don't, <laughs> don't forget the face. Don't forget every the face. time... Every time she's on camera, that is, like, she's just an incredible, And you also can... was in Gilmore Girls. By the way, I just have to say, Amy brings everyone along. All of her people. Yeah, the mm-hmm. blonde player in the jazz band played Paris in Gilmore Girls. Okay, I, I mean, she yeah. brings everybody, she works as an ensemble. Okay. But um, I think that Susie's, to, it's everything Susie went through was the by far my favorite. Okay, because she has almost three different. So first she of all, has three Susie's, different things going on. Susie is growing in that she's one of those homebodies that's never really left New York or right, maybe even right. the island, and all of a sudden she's on a plane for the first time, and so there's that great yeah. bit. And they brought the by the way brought in Sterling K Brown who is an actor that I've really grown to admire from the an OJ show talent. and yeah. also This Is Us, and he's just. Every time he's, he's, he's just so, You're crying so great. every time. Yeah. But, so, so, like, there, there's the great bit with, with his character, and, and she's on the plane, and so she's going to places like Florida, and right. she's learning how to, to swim, swim, and yeah. And her relationship with Sterling is... I feel the most compelling relationship. You're gonna in be the whole here thing. to bring it full circle. You'll be here one day. You'll exactly. be. You'll, you'll understand be what it's like to, to next, go to bath yes. for your person. Yes. If yes. they've been, if they feel like they've been wrong, even though you, you're gonna be conflicted, but you're gonna have to go to bat for yes. for Midge one day, and you'll you'll be here and you'll understand this. And I and I really do feel like that theme is gonna come back at, at yes. some point in this scene, in this series. 
but so so she's growing in terms of just getting outside of her comfort zone, including adding representation. Well, that was at the end of season two. It's when they, they tease it. She yeah. when she gets hired on to be Sophie's, then she's got that that you know how am I going to pull this off kind of thing, and then she yeah. So that so this is re- so this is a really interesting, and I'm always I'm always very interested in the creative process, especially when it comes to theater. And so Sophie wants to graduate from stand-up comic character or just a character-driven uh, yeah, comedy bit. Stuck. And she's from Juilliard, and she wants to be appreciated. And so, you know, uh, so all of a sudden, Susie's in these legal battles with Susie's ex-lawyers, and 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 but Susie's going to do everything she can to give Sophie a dramatic shot. turn. And so even even that is a stretch for Susie cuz Susie is very used to stand up and she's very that's that's her element and so now all of a sudden it's Broadway and it's and like she well, has what to the negotiate fuck? Broadway contracts and find uh-huh. theaters and yeah. yeah and it's like very much this like midge and I and I really like that part of the season it's episode 3 or 4 where she says if I'm going to be Susie Weissman or Susie uh, Meyer and associates, and associates I need to have associates and you're always going to be my number one girl, but I need to eventually. You're making four thousand dollars. I'm making ten percent of that. If if you yeah, didn't know, that's yeah, less. I have to support myself, and I need to get more clients. And um, but then you also see that that duality of when she's on the phone, and it's all right, Sophie. You're my number one girl, and so she's trying to make it work. And I really love when Midge puts her in her place, and she says, "If you're if you're gonna." manage this woman you need to stop pulling you need to pull punches or you need to stop pulling punches you need to tell her how it is the same way you tell me yes you're too she needs you You to push her Uh you can't just snuggle with her and make her tea and tell her everything's going to be okay you've got to bring you tell me when i f up you need to tell her when she's effing up you need to tell her when she's making mistakes and that's what she's hired you to do And, and and Susie takes that on and that production seems to be going really well and then she cowardly reverts Bans back to her, to her old stick and, and it's so and, hurtful oh. to Susie so much so she's like screw the money you're and, and and really Susie has she has conviction in terms of the artistry of what they're Absolutely. doing and she says you know what I don't even the money isn't even worth it you're a you're, you're I, a hack yeah and if you're gonna play that and I and I thought that those were all really interesting things that they that were playing scene, out that scene that scene when she's with her on the street she chases her down out on the street and she says to her she she's not even. Yeah, you're not even. even she chases her across the stage on Broadway. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everyone's cheering and applauding this because terrible they performance. they love seeing that that old character. Ah, boots on a doo on my boots. It's like get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. that's how I would have felt. Oh my were. god! And then when she says to her, you know, you you choked, you choked. I mean, she, I, I there was never a moment in her. In Susie's in the Alex's performance, where she, I don't yeah. feel it a hundred million. Percent. Oh, she's very talented. Yeah, she's very she committed. She's very committed and real in those moments. And and the thing about um, Susie's character is I can't remember if it was season one or season two when she is left in Midge's apartment for the weekend by herself, and they show all the things that she can do. 
she can play classical piano, she reads poetry. So there's so much going on in that person's brain. Yeah, they even mention it. Yeah, they kind mention of it. Got revealed where as Midge we gets, go along. Midge finds out that she can do something else or that she was a writer or she That's, had like a she's yeah. got all of these other she's talents like, but because she had yeah. such a screwed up upbringing that it's just she yeah. has to fight her battle. And really that the strength of the show and what they've built the foundation on the show around is the dialogue between oh, yeah. Midge and uh, Susie. Susie and it's yeah. it's very and you almost, I almost as somebody who used to do improv comedy or somebody that appreciates just witty banter yeah. I Midge is so funny on the page where I'm I'm constantly jealous does this happen to you where you're like man I wish oh, I was where you that could, quick yeah where you just, could just have these yeah and that's where, where she's con- they're constantly encouraging her to go off the rails or, or to, to improvise in her act even but she's so She's so, so they like, they load that dialogue up so much, but it also can be a little relentless if you're going back to back to back to back episodes. I Where it's felt like, it was wearing on me. Susie and, and Midge, you're almost kind of like wanting to have a few more real moments because Where it's so dialogue Right, yeah. exactly. Where they're taking a breath or they're saying and um, or there's some... Um, well, yeah, it's or just, forth, it's just or they're having a, they're having but a quiet very, moment, but that's not really how not, those two characters are. And it's not are. how that writer writes. She doesn't write that way. She writes just. But she does with Joel. So Joel, in his whole uh, nightclub, yes, thing, you know they definitely Building take the more time. They take more time with him and uh, alone in the space, or he goes down and he. Yes, he is monologuing to the, the, the casino downstairs, but it's definitely a more lived-in moments. I, the moments with him and May and, and those... I like, would agree with they you. Allow, that. That's it's where the more season... Natural. And it used to be Abe. That used to be where this where the show would kind of take a breath and you would kind of live I a little bit. I thought about But that. now Abe has his own adventures he's... that he's going on. So... Again, I I keep teasing Joel. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my Joel in a minute. But so so the Sophie bit, I that that was one of my favorite plot lines this season. But uh, what about the parents? Because I really think, and I think you actually said to me at at some point when you walked in on me watching this over the yes. holidays that you said the mother Rose is the best character in this season. What do you what did you think about the parents' jersey journey in that? Um, I loved her journey in season two. Rose then- Weissman. Yes, and then when she goes through leaving the family money and having to deal with life on a completely yeah. different scale, she's she goes through a a lot more of an emotional roller coaster. Even then, last season when she left and she lived in Paris for uh, yeah. weeks at a time. Yeah, they keep letting her. Like I said, she, she can do dramatic swings. But I did like getting them because for both seasons, both season one and two, like season two is is a nice little escape because now we're outside of New York and we're at this summer camp that yeah, they go to. Yeah, which I loved. And they, so it's a, it's a location change, but they're still very comfortable in terms of their lifestyle. Yes. And this was definitely a very interesting and, and deliberate choice to have them live without the means. Exactly. And it's, 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 it's a very different type of departure. And I love the line when Rose goes, damn you, why did you fill our heads with giving us our own voice? Because the allowance was so convenient. Exactly. And now it's, now my life is inconvenient. Exactly. Now I have to, now I have to actually work for all of these things 
that you've this the ideal that you've been speaking to Mitch. I yeah, mean, but it's like, what would you rather do? Live a life as a as a shut in on an allowance, or would you rather be a free sp- speaking and an independent and woman she's thinking about it though yeah and it's I like that, that comes with a consequence it does it does and the thing another thing about rose is um she deals with the consequence of learn of losing all that she lost where i feel honestly that midge in this season do- still doesn't deal with it when she's talking about well my kids have to go to private school a school where she doesn't even live in the neighborhood anymore she's not feeling the consequence mm-hmm. but where she, rose is feeling it more than she is do you, do you or even joel sense? joel's going yeah, i'm gonna be a vampire I, yeah. i'm going to work at the dress store all day and then i'm gonna be working at the nightclub at night to try to do something with myself and that's and he's very much he's aware of the, the consequence exactly. he's in the reality of the consequence but i she think that still isn't i think she isn't but i also think that they know that they have seasons four five and six i think that's going to become part of the journey i believe so at least and i think her not being aware of this yet is is still very like much she's character got her awakening yeah. to come because those scenes... she's still like she's going to get that apartment yeah. I mean, am I allowed to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we're spoiling everything. Okay, mm-hmm. so she goes to get her old apartment back, and she's in there, and, you know, Doris Day's playing in the background, dream, a little dream, mm-hmm. or whatever. And she doesn't even have the money to pay for that apartment. Well, little does well, she I know. know. She yeah. doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But there, those, all of those realities, um, I just feel that there's this pluckiness that always has made her character so endearing that if I don't see change in that, Maisel's going to lose me. As a, yeah. I mean, I honestly, Abe, as brilliant as Abe, as Shalhoub is as an actor, his performances alone can't keep me engaged in there. And Susie, is, as her character, she's going to have to get frustrated with Midge at some point. Yeah. With the plucky, you know, I'm well, this high see, fashion girl with yeah, the big she's wardrobe. Yeah, she's like, timeliness is important in yeah. this industry, you know. Yeah. Uh, being. Uh, it's it's going to get old. They're starting, and you, and you see elements of that, but that also creates just a, some really great banter between the two characters. But yeah, I, I definitely think Midge needs to grow yeah. in that, but yeah. I, think that, uh, I, I think that's to come. I really do. and It didn't distract me as much because so much was happening with all the other characters. Yeah. They really allowed the other characters to explore and, and be chaotic. You've got Abe with the revolutionist. It's the yes. 60s man yeah. and, the, and the giant paper. And yeah, the giant paper. I, I loved that whole the section. Bums, the bums yeah, sleeping that are out in on the apartment. Yeah, yeah, or just them living with the Maisels and, and crazy ladies screaming on the lawn. And yeah. We're the crazy house that no one wants to go to Halloween at. Once again, reality is when she goes to her brothers and she's thinking of asking for more money. And then she comes back with all of them had these major um, transitions. The one thing, and I don't know if it's because maybe I I was watching it late at night and I fell asleep. Whatever happened to Lenny Bruce? Well, where did he, where did his character go? It was like teasing this kind of relationship between. Thing. Well, he makes a pass at her. 
So he, she's. So they're I in Miami. They're in Miami. Blanked and out for a minute. Sleepy with he the makes a, He makes a pass there, and that's when she takes his jacket. His jacket. Yeah, and that's the last away. you see of him. And then she and goes he, he the next morning. Back. The next morning, she's, she's going home, the, and it's the synchronized swimmers. Yeah, she's sleeping on the lounge yeah. chair. But it's it's uh yeah she, he he so free speech and 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 expressionism is, is definitely a main theme. Yeah. And we're also transitioning into the sixties, which is so important. we're gonna deal with the So yeah, so uh so Lenny Bruce is a, definitely a catalyst for that and that that's what inspires Abe to the, bring it, on exactly. the revolutionists. But yeah, so Abe goes he the flowers get sent to Midge, Abe goes to see the show, he's not aligned directly with Lenny Bruce's saying, but they, they do have a very nice it's one of the nicer scenes in the entire season is Abe with Lenny Bruce, but then um, Lenny Lenny starts to kind of track Midge down while he's in Florida, and they they go on a, a nice little date, and uh, he he invites her back to her room, and she says she's going to take a cab, and that's the last you see of Lenny. He, so the, he he, his turn whole purpose again. his whole purpose was to be the catalyst for Abe's uh, through line for because the they're both yeah because they're both. In prison yeah. together, and so that. yeah, Lenny kind of Lenny isn't a main player. He's he's he's, he's not even a, a secondary. Sprinkling. He's just somebody that that uh, parachutes in. in, and then he inspires through one way or another. He's going to inspire some character to do something. It was very interesting because I never thought that Abe would meet Lenny Bruce, but they they decided to go yeah. that route in season three. But it, I thought it was really nice. So that so with and then her marrying Joel again and. There were a couple, yeah. Yeah, well, they, I, uh, yeah, they they did the divorce, and yeah. so like there was always that that push and pull, and and, and a lot of the subtleties throughout the season of just looks and and, and acknowledgement that they are actually still, going through with this divorce, but they still have they, affection they, for they, each right, other, right? You know, yeah. So I think that um, all in all, I it obviously it's eight episodes, and I think episode seven was an hour and. Something yeah. or something, mm-hmm. but um, the dramatic takes uh, everything. Even when Susie, you know, dealing with her mother, I mm-hmm. love the roommates that he, that have sublet her apartment. Everything about Susie is That's all stuff. about Susie. I thought yeah. every time we and cut I to love the roommates, Mitch. the roommates, I was like, again, uh, we're playing this but, bit again. But uh, I see. I, or I like the, the dad without the pants on. I I love the creative process of putting together a stand up act, and I love when Midge gets checked and she gets humbled when she first yes. goes out on tour at the, uh, the USO show goes well, but then the the first casino night she goes out there and bombs because too many of her jokes are local it's too many of her painful. jokes it's painful it's so painful I just love and then she's got to get like Susie forces her to get up there and, 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 and do this, it again and to learn and it's like you know you need to make your your make some jokes about Vegas make some jokes about gambling and to just that, that her constant development in terms of her craft I'm always really interested in and they gave us some nice tidbits and, and little did did um she realized that that advice that uh, Susie gave her about the local stuff mm-hmm. and then um, Sterling's character yeah. gives her that same advice and she does it at, after Mom's Mabley. Yeah. At, and it totally... I didn't know, I didn't know how much did you, you see, shy. Did you see that 
coming when she was doing yes. the stand-up routine and she was saying clicking the heels together. The makeup the on his collar is his own makeup. His closet is full of silks. Yeah. But did you, he could be Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Did you think that he was going to react yes, in that I did. way? Okay, because I, I was I was surprised about him firing her. That was a surprise to me. It did not surprise me at all. I definitely anticipated there was going to be some sort of fallout. About and, that. Yeah. And they set it up really nicely. They set it up in a very logical way. Um, going back to Shy Baldwin, I really like the moment when she fixes him up. Oh, in yeah. the, And she thinks she's... And, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like, I'm his friend. And it's like, no, you were on tour together. But they really were friends. Yes. And, and I think uh, I loved when she's cleaning the blood off of him and he's about Using to do Using her glove. And she's about to do the stool set and uh, uh, he goes, Dwayne. My yeah. name's Dwayne. Yeah. And I and I think you were with me when I saw yeah. that moment, but I said that was, that was really nice. Yeah, and I think, it, you know, it's... Um, that is a little glimmer of her getting the reality of... Mm-hmm. Um, Susie, Life on the road. Well, there are, there... Susie got it immediately. As soon as she heard the heels clicking together, she's like, oh my God, uh-huh. why would you say that? And it was very naive because mm-hmm. she was thinking they weren't, the audience wasn't reading Can that. Can I connect that? Yeah. But um, that was when she said, what girl would do this to you? And he's like, come on. Child, And please, the look yeah. on her face was, oh, wait. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, she. She's being as close to that because she's in her little bubble. She's in her little bubble, and so that's that's so that's mm-hmm. her little bit of growth right mm-hmm. there. There you go. And that he's not allowed to stay in the same hotel. He's not allowed to be in the same hotel. She didn't she even is. understand that. She didn't no. understand that because when you're in Florida, mm-hmm. you got to stay somewhere else. And yeah, and yeah. so that that mixed in. There was there was some nice sentimental moments. I love when she gets up on stage and she. Joel's power goes out at the nightclub and she saves it and she uh, talks about how great of a father he is. Very sweet. The, so there's there's some sweet sentimental moments as well and, and the show does a really nice job of this quick uh, snappy back and forth banter and, and but then you do also you, can have some Do you some think moments. that's the last we've seen of Sophie? Yes. I you don't think I'm she's tired you're of tired her. of her I'm tired of, of her that yeah. bit and about I love her Jane eating Lynch. the jello. Yeah, I love Jane Lynch. I just like what it's, else do we They've need done it. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's, it's too bad it'll be the last we've seen of Carrie Elways. He just signed up. Carrie Elways. <laughs> he was there. He, he was, was there. Act. All he wanted to just do was just... Just a little teeny something. Straight, a straight show, and they couldn't yeah, They couldn't just it. couldn't get it done. Man, uh, if I had a dollar for every time I was slumped over on stage and someone was <laughs> ruining I, the scene. I had complete anxiety during that yeah. scene because I, as soon as she went to that accent of her own wow, character wow, 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 wow. I thought oh my god this is not going to happen and no. I once again I owe it all up to Susie it was yeah. she was really brilliant I don't know what she's nominated for at Golden Globe Ice or whatever but she's the star of that show yeah. in my honest opinion the star that, of that show I think that it's it's actually really well performed between I agree. It's really, I agree. It's a really great show, and it had some flaws. Uh, I don't but... think it would be. Your, I really was surprised when I heard your last podcast on it because I thought you guys for sure would not. But I it would not. <laughs> the same guys watch that bring this. you 
episode Mid-Selfner? of South Park. Right, yeah. but then I oh. thought it's water cooler talk, so you definitely have to. And then uh, to I know people are probably screaming, waiting for Bob to get to Joel, but I yeah, oh, I yeah. Love, <laughs> I this is the Joel. most I've liked Joel in a season, and um, just his own growth and. She can't. She can't just bring me everything that I need to be able to to say that I did this on on my own. Um, his uh, his is endearing. Yeah, and and, and I he love is this very scene. dear. Your your girl Susie when she comes and she says, "I need you to take care of that money because you love her and you'll never let anything bad happen to her." And she knows it, and I know it, and we all know it. And he and in and you kind of watch him kind of take that in. It's like, wow, I'm that transparent in terms of how much I love this woman. And it, it it's really come a long way from jerky dude with the secretary. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And they and they they've really let him grow and and a, a character that I really never thought that I would uh, align too much with. I, I've really kind of grown and I and I and I look forward to his scenes now. And and I thought that the moment where the judge was like, "Why are you guys getting a divorce? Why don't we take a minute? Like he's here to support you." That never happens in a divorce hearing. Maybe yes, you two should. Maybe what's we the should problem talk, you here? You know, go in the room and talk yeah. about it for. And a I just, I, I just really liked a lot. And then when he year. started saying all the creepy things about himself, so that yeah. the judge would. Yeah, I did this, through. and I'm a jerky man, and yeah, because that's what she wants, and I'm going to support that too. And his relationship with May, do you think she'll turn no, up again yeah. the next? Well, season, she'll be back think? next season, but that's. Yeah, it's you know. just a little side. He'll have some sad stuff. So. But, and also his relationship with his friend, which was another one that I was, and I know that Yeah, they, that was weak. We could have done without We could have done. I don't really care about Amy the Jean. girl. Yeah. yeah I, I'm really wondering. She was also in Bunheads and she, so I'm get wondering if Amy, I'm wondering if Amy's Let's play like, half the Bunheads out. <laughs> let's have half the Bunheads out. Imagine Sutton well, Foster also, in next. Yeah, season. let's bring Sutton Foster yeah, in. I bet you she will be back. I bet there. I'm sure. But she's, yeah, she's when very she's sitting loyal. there typing, it's like we've already done the whole fifties to sixties growth of a of a female a fe- career. Yeah. That was called Mad Men, really and they did it well. Yeah, yeah, we really. That's what I thought. It was too Mad Money for yeah. me. Yeah, Imogene and whatever his name is, they can. They, they don't. Can they're so not. Yeah. Maybe they're like you said. Maybe they're breathing moments. Or oh, sleeping moments. Sleepy, sleepy. <laughs> That's when they put you to sleep. Well, before we put everybody else to sleep. Sleep with her. Thank you guys for banter. listening. Anyone with else, our witty banter. Anyone else famous you want to drop on this podcast? <laughs> Have you talked to Beck Bennett recently? No. <laughs> Ellen Sandwise? My, 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 my matron of honor, Ellen Sandwise. Ellen Sandwise. over. Look her up, guys. For Thanksgiving. Julie, Julie hung out Ba-bam! with Ellen <laughs> It's her birthday yeah. tomorrow. It's her birthday, sixty-one. Happy birthday, birthday Ellen, Ellen Sandwich, Miss President. Thank you for listening, Ellen, and <laughs> thank you, Julie, for Ellen. coming on. Thanks for having me. You know I love Miss Maisel. It doesn't sound like it, but you love it. Really and do. thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to like and, and subscribe. subscribe. In comments. In comment. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Yes. Thanks for having me, Bob. Have me back again. Bye. Bye. No one else can tell. I think you're beautiful. No one else can tell. You're my favorite view. Let the world all think 
what they will I'll wait until to know